changing the legacy we leave behind us isn't hard at all. In fact, this summer is a great time for you to start. It's actually quite simple. Join me this week as I share how to have a legacy-changing summer. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. Welcome back to the podcast, friend. Whether you're on your way to work, hanging out by the pool with your kids, or sitting down for some quiet time, I'm excited you're here with me today. In a world of craziness, our homes are the greatest influence on our kids, and this time of the year gives us a chance to raise the bar spiritually in our personal walk and challenge our kids in theirs. And summer is just enough time to establish some good habits before the school year starts back up. There are some very intentional changes you can make in your home and your personal life that are sure to plant seeds for eternity in your kids' hearts. I remember growing up experiencing some of these very things, and they are the very things God used to draw me to himself. We will unpack five remarkably simple lifestyle changes in our daily devotions this week. These will help you to step up your spiritual parenting. The prayer sheet this week will be praying these very disciplines over your children and asking God to give them a desire to walk in them as well. If you aren't a part of the Raising Kids on Your Knees prayer tribe, won't you go over to the website and subscribe? I'll leave a link right here in the show notes that will take you there. My prayer for you this week is that you will be encouraged as you take steps to strengthen your relationship with God. I'm also privileged to pray alongside you for the next generations. I am firmly convinced that our prayers for our children are what is going to bring revival to the generations to come. Okay, so let's get started. At the very top of the list is prayer. Your prayers for your children will echo throughout generations. Look at Proverbs 15, 8, the very first part of that verse with me. It says, he delights in the prayers of the upright. I want to share with you what my prayer space looks like. I have a chair in my bedroom that I picked out at Goodwill. There's a cute crate, and in that crate is all I need for my quiet time. I have my Bible, a journal, some devotional books, and some fun pens and highlighters. I also have a box of tissues for those mom moments, and you all know what I mean by that. This space is known as my war chair. My kids know that is where I spend time praying for them. Do you have a specific place where you can spend time with God? If not, why not take this week and ask the Holy Spirit to show you what that sacred space in your home might be. Maybe you are on the go, Mom. Grab a crate or a bag that you can put all your quiet time things in for those moments you find yourself maybe waiting in a car rider line or sitting on the sidelines at practice. When our children know they are prayed for consistently, it's a powerful force in their lives. It paves a path for the Holy Spirit to work. If you wanna see what it means to them, I wrote an article, it's called Praying Moms Do Matter. I've added a link right here in the show notes to that article so you can go over and read that. It's amazing how much our prayers mean to our children. 
As you make prayer an important part of your parenting, it will also encourage your children to develop the same importance of prayer in their own lives. Take some time each day to pray over them and with them. Let them hear you pray for them. It's how they will learn how to pray. The second thing you can change that makes a huge impact on your kids is the music you listen to. The music we listened to on a regular basis in our home growing up had a huge impact on me. Listening to my mom's Southern Gospel albums not only dispelled the enemy in our home, but it also paved a path right to my heart. I still remember sitting on that old console record player, belting out those tunes as a kid. A quick search on the internet will show you how much music can affect us socially, emotionally, and mentally. Psalm 40 verse 3 says this, He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in Him. My challenge for you this summer is to play only praise and worship music in your home and in your car. If after 30 days it has not made a difference in your family, then go right back to what you normally listen to. But my guess is it will make a huge difference. Listening to music that feeds your soul will guarantee to feed your kids' souls as well. Some of the best moments for me is hearing my children and now my grandchildren worship the Lord. Does it feel like your relationship with Jesus produces nothing in your day-to-day life? Are you ready to fully realize the power that your relationship with Christ can have in your life every day? Do you want to leave a legacy that impacts the kingdom of God for generations to come? Join Tina Smith, Leah Adams, Betsy Pendergrass, Sharon Tedford, and Jamie Bailey on October 7th and 8th, 2022 for the Engage Women's Conference just outside Charlotte in beautiful Lake Wiley, South Carolina. We are excited to meet you and equip you to engage in the power of a relationship with Jesus. You will leave the conference ready to step back into your life with a clear vision of how to make a relationship with Jesus one of power and victory every day. Walking out your created purpose will begin to change the legacy you leave behind and impact the kingdom of heaven for generations to come. For more information, go to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and click the Engage Women's Conference button. The third thing is something I believe we moms get hung up on because we believe the lie that we must be in the Bible for more than five minutes for it to be effective. Look at what Hebrews 4.12, the very first part of that verse says, For the word of the Lord is alive and powerful. Reading the Bible alone and together is like a thermostat on the wall. It changes the environment. Hebrews 4.12 reminds us that the word of God is living and active. There is no other book you will ever read that will have as powerful an impact on your life and the lives of your kids as the Bible. Taking time to read the Bible every day will make a huge impact on your personal life. As your children see you making it a priority, they will too. As a young mom, that may simply be leaving it out on your kitchen counter and grabbing a spiritual snack as you walk by. If you have young children, gathering some good books that have age-appropriate Bible studies in them is a great idea. God has spoken to me in those kids' books many times. There's some great Christian resources out there. One of them that I have found that many moms like is Superbook. Finding fun and interactive ways to engage your children in the Bible will impact generations. 
The fourth thing I want to share with you is something that we don't hear too much about anymore, even from our own pulpits, and that is the problem with not dealing with sin. Hebrews 10.26 says, Dear friends, if we deliberately continue sinning after we have received knowledge of the truth, there is no longer any sacrifice that will cover these sins. In this verse, the writer is frank about walking in sin that we are fully aware of and not dealing with. You must confront sin head on. Understanding that fear, pride, control, and unbelief, to name a few, are sins is where we must begin as followers of Jesus. Calling those things what they are and being genuinely broken over them is the beginning of confession and repentance. If you confess your sin and then get up off your knees only to go do it again, there's no true repentance and brokenness in your life. You're seeking only to feel better just for the moment. True repentance is not only stopping what you're doing, but it's turning toward God. If there's something God is speaking to you about, I challenge you to be brave and courageous and take care of it. There's nothing that will ever be more freeing for you and for your kids. As they see you confess your sin, it will encourage them to confess their own. This is the beginning of walking in freedom and victory in Christ and the beginning of changing the legacy you leave behind. Don't be afraid to share age-appropriate personal struggles with your kids. It makes you more real in their eyes and it goes a long way in helping them walk in freedom and victory that we all have in Christ. A great place to start is by being willing to apologize to your kids when you've blown it. When they see you humble yourself, it goes a long way in developing a tender conscience in your own children. I have a free resource for you called Glossary for Identifying Sin Areas that I'll link right here in the show notes. It will help you to be able to identify those symptoms of several areas of sin so that you can confess them before God and walk in freedom. And the fifth thing that you can do to change the legacy you leave behind, we find in Hebrews 10, 24. Here's what it says. Let us think of ways to motivate one another with acts of love and good works. This verse speaks to how important we are to each other as the body of Christ. My brothers and sisters motivate me with acts of love and good works. Community with other believers on a regular basis encourages us. Fellowship with one another feeds our spiritual soul. And when our kids see you enjoying the fellowship of other believers, it encourages them to do the same thing. We are all part of the body of Christ. We need one another to walk out this journey of life here on earth. God created in each one of us a void for relationship with one another that he himself will not fill. As you seek community with the body of Christ, it will encourage your children to do the same. The enemy looks for those who sail without a convoy. Community affords protection as well as helps you to grow spiritually. You don't have to walk this road alone. I want to encourage you to not ignore the means of grace that God has afforded us, especially here in the United States. There are many, many opportunities to expose our kids to the truths of the Word of God. Find a vacation Bible school in your area and take them to it. Better yet, volunteer there yourself. Listening to Christian radio in our cars is a privilege that our brothers and sisters around the world might not have the ability to enjoy. Turn up the praise and worship and pray and pray and pray. 
Make it the norm in your home to live out how God is working in your life. Read your Bible and do what it says. Find some friends and to do life with this summer. These may seem like small little things, but they will change eternity for you and for your kids. Don't believe me? Then try it for yourself and see. Let me pray for you this week. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for my friend. Lord, as they walk out this summer with their kids, may it be a summer of great legacy change for their families. Lord, I lift them up to you and I ask that you would bless them in ways they've never seen before. In Jesus' name, amen.